following is a paid program from Innovative Financial Solutions. This is the Retirement Playbook with your retirement coach, Brock Elspa. It's like, hey, let's figure out our break even. You know, in other words, I'm going to collect this many checks now at this dollar amount versus if I took the higher dollar amount, but less checks, right? And your retirement cheerleader, Danielle Elspa. I think you're right. I think it's just that people don't want to talk about this stuff. Together, they form your retirement offensive line from innovative financial solutions. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is the Retirement Playbook with Brock and Danielle Elspa. Good morning, Southeast Missouri, and wherever you may be listening and however you may be listening, this is the Retirement Playbook with Brock and Danielle, brought to you by Innovative Financial Solutions. We are the retirement people, and we're here with you every Saturday morning from 7 to 8 a.m. right here on KZIM, KSIM, and you can also listen to us via podcast on Spotify, Apple Mm -hmm. iTunes, or wherever you listen to podcasts. That's right. Good morning, Danielle. Good morning. I am so excited uh, about today's show, um, and I'm so excited for our Southeast Missouri State Redhawks, who will be facing off against the Missouri Tigers today. That's right. We also have our own Tiger game Uh today. We do. uh, With the Cape Central Junior High. Come on out at 11 a.m. at Cape Central Junior High football field. We'll have our first game today, and mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. I believe Mr. Alspaw, Mr. Gavin Alspaw, will be yeah. uh, starting a quarterback today. Yeah. So yeah, we'll see how it goes. So yeah, it's not, yeah. So super exciting times here uh, in the area, and uh, we're excited to talk to you guys today as well. And um, you know, one of the things about uh, the correlation of of sports and financial planning, mm-hmm. which is what we try to do here yep, the with the retirement. Playbook playbook knowing that when coach took lines up today against mizzou he's going to have a game plan yep that's exactly right and that's exactly what we want you to have for your retirement and so we're really excited about uh bringing the show today to you mm-hmm. uh, called the benefits of life insurance and so let's get into some of these things sounds great Today, we're going to talk about the benefits of life insurance. I think we've mentioned this in some previous shows, but this is Life Insurance Awareness Month. So September is that. So we thought, let's talk a little bit more about some uh, life insurance stuff. Right. But before we do that, Mm -hmm. I want to let you all know how you can get a hold of us here on the show, which is emailing us at theretirementplaybook at gmail.com. Theretirementplaybook at gmail.com. Shoot us an email. Let us know how we're doing. Let us know what you want us to talk about. Um, we've gotten a few emails over the over the last few weeks, mm-hmm. we have. Uh, which is good, And uh, but keep them coming. Or you can call our office here at 332. If you're hearing something that you don't want to hear more about or you want to actually sit down with us, that's fine. You're not going to sit down with a junior advisor. You're going to sit down with me, okay? And I'm going to go over your situation and tell you, yeah, you need to do something or no, you're fine, okay? I mean, it's just that simple. I'm very straightforward, and I tell you what you need to hear, not what you want to hear. But if you want to do that, it's 332-7855, 332-7855, or you can go to our website. Mm-hmm. And what can they get there, Ms. Yeah, Danielle? so if you haven't downloaded it, do it um, if you've been listening. Theinnovativeteam.com. Click on the radio show. You'll see that right when um, you get to our website. And you can download our complimentary retirement income toolkit. You know, Brock mentioned this, but we've had several people download it. So um, getting some great feedback on that. But if you haven't gotten your complimentary copy, do that today. It's, uh, again, complimentary free. Check it out. Lots of good articles you know, we, in there. We, we, had a, we had a workshop this past week on Social Security mm-hmm. um, planning. And <clears throat> what I mean Social Security planning, I'm talking about retirement benefits, right? I mean, there's so many different calculations. We've had several shows on this topic, actually. And it was interesting to see everybody in the room react to certain things when you talk about, you know, Social Security planning and and things that people are not aware of. And one of the things in our Retirement Income Toolkit is your guide to Social Security benefits. Mm -hmm. And it has all the updated numbers for 2018. And um, it's just a great resource. Um, A lot of the things that I cover in my workshops are in that guide. Okay. Um, But some of that's not. And uh, we'll let you know. When we do another workshop like that, we did have a packed house. Mm-hmm. Uh, great this turnout, week. Yeah, yeah, great turnout. Go. Some great information was given, and uh, we're we're just trying to help as many people as we can. Yeah, you know, and we got great retired. feedback, and lots of people shaking hands saying thank you for the information. This was outstanding. So kudos to you, well, good presenter. No. <laughs> anyway, so thank you. By the way, yeah. 
But, um, you know, it's one of the most satisfying things for me is when I see some of my friends and some of my clients, and a lot of those are both, by the way, on Facebook or wherever, and they're just enjoying life. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That is the you know, most... You did your job. <laughs> I did my job. I helped yeah. them do that yeah. financially. Right. To be able to do whatever they want, wherever they want, however they want. Mm-hmm. And that, my friends, is what all this is about. We can talk about life insurance. We can talk about Social Security. We can talk about Medicare. We can talk about anything you want to talk about. But at the end of the day, what we're trying to do is help you maintain your lifestyle and live the lifestyle that you want in retirement. Mm-hmm. You want to travel? Fine. Let's get a plan together. You want to play golf every day? Fine. Let's travel or let's let's get a plan together. No matter what it is, you can put a number on it and then we can devise a plan to get you there and help you maintain your lifestyle mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. in retirement. You know, it's that retirement cliff, right? You you you're here at the cliff. There's we need to build the bridge. And the bridge is all right. We've got the foundation of Social Security, and we know how we're going to uh, implement our strategy there. Then we can uh, maximize our pensions and any other retirement income sources. And then how do we allocate our assets to make sure that we get to the to the top of that cliff so you can get to the other side? I mean, that's that's what it's all about, and it's so satisfying to me. I thought I'd just bring that up. Mm-hmm. I just love it. I love <laughs> watching people You're still live coming out off their your dreams. high, right? From, yeah. from doing that. Yeah, I agree. It was so, it's good. It's anyway, good. all right. All Enough right. So sappiness stuff. Here. There almost, it is. Almost knocked over my coffee. Yeah, you did. That would have been bad. That's not a good start. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> all all right. right. So let's talk about the benefits of life insurance, which is the topic of our show today. And um, again, I know I mentioned this already, but it's Life Insurance Awareness Month, so we got to make sure we talk about this. And there's lots of aspects. To to life insurance. And, um, I think my favorite thing that you always say is it's not just death insurance. Right. So I think we'll kind of dive in here and talk about a lot of things. If that sounds good to you, it sounds good to me. Anything you want to open up about? Well, you know, it's like this. Okay. When you go to buy a car, okay. You know what, at the end of the day, what that car is going to do, right? It's going to get you from point A to point B. Now you can go and spend more money to get more bells and whistles. Now, is that worth it to you? I don't know. Mm-hmm. That's for you to decide. But as long as you have that information and you can understand what those bells and whistles are going to do for you, maybe you don't need all of them. Maybe you just need some of them. Okay. I kind of have that same analogy. I'm drawing that analogy for folks because life insurance is the same way. If you just want to get from point A to point B and you don't care about you know what anything looks like, right? then term insurance is the way to go. Mm-hmm. Okay, if that's all you need and that's all you want, fine. Get term insurance. Cover uh, your loan payments. Make sure your kids can go to college. Make sure that your surviving spouse can maintain their lifestyle. Those kinds of things. It's very easy to do that, by the way. Mm -hmm. However, it's just like cars. Again, 20 years ago, did you have GPS? 20 years ago, did you have all the stuff that we have with all the electronics in the cars nowadays? Answer is no. We know what the answer is, right? Well, nowadays, life insurance has changed on mainly from a permanent level, right? So what I mean permanent is permanent insurance or what a lot of people consider whole life, which it's that's just one type of permanent insurance. Mm, okay. So we'll get into that, too. Yeah, I was going to say some of the, the but different terminology. my point terminology. is this. You can, you can get as fancy and you can get as... Um, Uh, all the bells and whistles you want when it comes to life insurance. It's just, is that important to you? For example, they, a lot of permanent insurance policies nowadays, depending on what type, but, uh, have what they call living benefits associated with them, which means what? Okay. You can use the death benefit for purposes of living today. Mm -hmm. In other words, for like maybe nursing home, long-term care, um, and so, uh, that has become a very popular thing to do, mm-hmm. you know, if you, especially if you've got an existing policy and it's not meeting your needs now, you know, maybe you've built up a bunch of cash value and, um, you know, you're still healthy and, you know, there's other policies out there that can do that. Now that's called, <laughs> a, you know, exchanging a policy for another. It's not always a good idea. Okay. But in certain circumstances it could be. So if, that's a way to look at covering long-term care possibly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And let's face it. Long-term care is something that, uh, well, let's just face it, 70% of people over age 65 are going to need some kind of long-term care mm-hmm. in their life. That's At some a, point, yeah. You, you know, you can't deny that statistic. It's it's a fact. Well, people are living longer. So as you're living longer, right. 
and you've accumulated these assets and do you want them to all be go away mm-hmm. because you had to go into a nursing home for a few years? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so, so if you can cover, if you can kill two birds with one stone, as they say, right, then that may be something to look at. Mm-hmm. Okay. So my point to all of this is life insurance, like everything else, like buying a car has changed immensely in the last, really in the last 10 to 15 years. You know, before it was kind of cookie cutter. Okay, we've got, you know, term insurance or we've got permanent insurance. And we got, you know, whole life is when where cash value started. And then it went on to universal life and then variable and then now indexed. So it's gotten, you know, it's evolved mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. quite a bit. And, uh, you know, everybody has their opinion on what they, what type of, they think is best. Mm-hmm. And it's mainly based on what they're selling, which right. is a shame. Right. You know, you're making commissions and those kinds of things. You're, you, you think your product is better than others. And that's, you know, it is what it is. Um, but that's the beauty about us being independent. That's right. right. We're, we're going to tell you <laughs> all the facts. Well, and that's okay. what's great about the show. So you're going to learn all of it. Exactly. And then make decisions for yourself. So, so I'm just kind of setting it up, mm-hmm. right? I mean, we all know things evolve, hopefully, hopefully for the benefit of the consumer, right? Mm-hmm. Right. And that's not always true. We know that in all aspects of life, but with, with, with life insurance, it's my opinion that it is best for the consumer, right? Having options mm-hmm. is never a bad thing. As long as the, you still have the, the option that you, you know, that you originally started with having more options is never a bad thing. Not saying those additional options are the best thing to do. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying that uh, having options is always choice. Choice yeah, is choice good. Is, choice is good. <laughs> choice choice is is good. good. Yep. Yeah. All right. Okay. So there you go. That's kind of the setup of it. And um, you know, you made it the point that I always refer to to life insurance. It's not just about death insurance. Mm-hmm. Okay. And there are so many ways. And it's not just the living benefits of having you know long term care attached to it. Right. But there are so many other benefits that you could get from life insurance that I guarantee you you haven't heard of. Okay, now and maybe maybe you have, but I'm just saying for the majority of people listening, I'm pretty sure you haven't heard of some of these concepts that we're going to talk about today. And I am so excited to bring them to you. That's we're a teaser to, for the next segment, it's right? It's a teaser for the next segment. Yes. Stay tuned. So stay tuned to our next segment because we're going to start getting into some of these strategies. And then the rest of the show, we're gonna we're gonna tee it up as well and talk about different products and those kinds mm-hmm. of things and how you could use them in your life. It's all next on the Retirement Playbook with Brock and Danielle. Retirement can be both exciting and intimidating. At Innovative Financial Solutions, we have found many people fail to truly maximize some of the benefits offered to them, primarily Social Security. Since deciding when to file for your benefit is so important, our firm has assembled an informational packet on Social Security. If you would like a complimentary copy, call our office at five seven three. 332-7855 or visit us online at theinnovativeteam.com. And now back to the Retirement Playbook with Brock and Danielle Allspa. Okay, welcome back to this Saturday morning edition of the Retirement Playbook brought to you by Innovative Financial Solutions. We are the retirement people. We're here bringing you ideas, bringing you topics that that hopefully are helping you in your retirement and uh, or will help you in your, reti- your mm-hmm. uh, future retirement. And so today... Because September is Life Insurance Awareness Month, we're talking about life insurance and the benefits of life insurance. Mm -hmm. So are you ready, Danielle? Yeah. So, you know, in the first segment, you kind of talked about general overview, you know, of life insurance and some examples and that kind of thing to kind of tease up the rest of the show. But again, let's do a broad overview of life insurance so that we can ensure everybody that we're on the same page. Sure. So let's back up a little bit. I think everybody understands what life insurance (laughs) is, but I want to, I want to, give you a little lesson here okay so to so just to start okay a life insurance policy is essentially a contract with an insurance company okay and did you ring did you is that a text message yes it was whoops it's okay it's all right hey you know it happens it's life right that's right right. i turned it off phone's off no you're good you're good upon the insured person's death so i've got a life insurance policy the insurance company will provide a lump sum payment to my beneficiaries. Okay. That's known as the death benefit. And in some cases it's also called a face amount. Okay. So you give them money. Okay. Which is called Mm -hmm. a premium. Mm -hmm. They pay out a a benefit or what we call a death claim. Okay. Upon your death. Mm -hmm. And, um, you typically 
you know, what we'd like to do is sit down with people and say, what are your, it's just like retirement planning. Right. What are your it's needs? A piece of it. Yeah. What are your wants? What are your goals? And how best can we get you there? Okay. And whether it's a, you know, massively involved strategy or just simply buying a product. Mm-hmm. Okay. And we'll recommend that product to you of what's best for you. Okay. So that it's, again, it's sitting down and getting a plan. It's kind of like last week. We talked about Medicare, right? Right, right. So we talked about Medicare, but we're also now, and we talked when we referenced that, we were talking about getting a plan together for your health insurance mm-hmm. and retirement. Same thing here. Get a plan for your life insurance <laughs> strategy. Right, absolutely. Okay. Yeah, All right, so. okay. Sounds good. So um, let's go, I know you, again, mentioned these in the first segment, but let's break them down and kind of give the true definitions of them. Um, what are the different types of life insurance? Uh, hold on one second. I oh, want to go back, say. actually, yeah. <laughs> okay. um, and, and kind of address the lump sum payment. It's not always a lump sum, oh, okay. by the way. Um, you having a squirrel moment you want to make sure? <laughs> I, yeah, I just wanted to kind of go back and say, okay, you can actually take a payment over, you know, a period of time as well from that death benefit. And, uh, you know, typically that death benefit is tax-free. So that's one of the huge benefits. Mm, Look, you okay. pay in with post-tax dollars, right? right. Obviously, you, you know, it's, it's money from your... Um, income and you pay in and then you get that money back leveraged up however much. Okay. And it's tax free, mm. but it doesn't always have to be a lump sum. Right. So okay. I, I said lump sum earlier, but I'm just kind of You wanted to clarify. <laughs> okay. okay. So, so now, you asked me what, the, the, you know, the different types and right. the differences um, in, in the life insurance. So obviously we've talked about, you know what term insurance is. So you buy term insurance, whether it's an annual renewable. Okay. So obviously those ended up Excuse me. It's kind of like an adjustable rate mortgage, right? You get it for three years. You're locked in for three years at that rate, but then it becomes adjustable after three years on an annual basis usually. Well, that's the way this works too, okay? Annual renewable is you buy. It's very cheap at the beginning. Obviously, you're younger. You're, you're taking on the risk of having an annual renewable um, as far as the rate is concerned. And so uh, you've got that. You've got a specific time frame. So like, let's say, all you want to do is cover a, a, a term of a loan. Maybe it's five years. You can do that. 10 years, 15 years, 20, 30, whatever it is. Usually 30 is the max. Okay. So, you know, that's one of the things that, um, uh, it, it, it's based on what your needs and, and goals are, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's obvious. Term insurance is for a specific term period of time. Okay. Permanent insurance is different. It's, as the name implies, okay, it provides lifetime coverage, okay? Uh, one uh, really cool thing about all types of life insurance is that, again, the death benefit is tax-free. So whether it's permanent or, you know, the, the term insurance, the, uh, the death benefit is income tax-free. Um, you know, so that's uh, definitely the uh, main benefits of mm-hmm. having, having life insurance. Okay. Um, Obviously, the leverage that it provides, you know, you're paying in, you know, let's say $1,000 a year, but then the death benefit is $500,000 when you're younger. Well, you know, Mm -hmm. obviously that's a lot of, that's a lot of leverage and uh, that's a good thing. Mm -hmm. Um, Right. uh, Unfortunately, when somebody passes, that's a, that's a hugely emotional time um, and uh, it's going to be very difficult and not knowing what to do with your finances and those kinds of things uh, can be difficult. But hopefully the proceeds of a life insurance policy mm-hmm. will help make ease that burden a little bit. Right. And uh, working with someone that can help you do that uh, uh, is, is definitely helpful. Right. Okay. Pay some of those debts. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, so do you want to dive a little deeper into each of those? I know you kind of mentioned, you know, some um, some various things within each of those. Um, so you want to talk a little bit more about term and then we'll talk a little bit more about permanent and, and various things within those. Yeah. You know, obviously the difference between the two is that one's for a specific time frame, but Obviously, it's it's a lot cheaper than permanent insurance as well. Okay, so that's the other main mm. difference is that so people may choose it for that reason. Yeah. So let's say you mm-hmm. uh you, you know you're forty years old and you want to buy twenty year term at five hundred thousand dollars, it may only cost you you know fifteen bucks or twenty bucks a month. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's obviously very cheap, but um, but at the same time, after twenty years, it's gone. Right. And you know, uh, you know, you. <laughs> I've been in this business for 17 years and you hear this all the time. When is the best time to die after you buy a life insurance <laughs> policy? Yeah. And the answer with term insurance is right away. Yeah. 
because the longer you hold that and the more premiums you pay in because right. it's going to end and it's not going to have a cash value. Right. It's okay. over at that end. It's yeah. over. So the longer you have that, the more expensive, quote unquote, it becomes to be. And, and, and so, again, the best time to die with a term policy, insurance policy would be the first day that you buy it. Okay? <laughs> oh, jeez. Yeah. yeah. I know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, uh, and, and so, look, I'm not trying to paint one better mm-hmm. than the other because there's a need for term insurance. I have term insurance. You know, I also have permanent insurance, too. Right. But I have both types. And what's wrong with that? Right. right. I have a mix of both. Made uh, sense for our situation. It did. So, yeah. It did. It did. So, um, okay. So we understand term insurance. Uh, it's cheaper. Less all that expensive. Kind of yep. yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, it can act as a safety net for your beneficiaries to help you meet your financial goals. Again, like paying off a mortgage or maintaining a business or assisting with, you know, mm-hmm. uh, tuition and, and college costs. Right. So. Just some of those costs that are out there. Yep. Yeah. Makes sense. Okay. okay. All right. So um, let's talk a little. You want to do a... Uh, you want to go into term and, and start diving into that? Do you want to wait till the next segment? What do you want to cover next? You mean permanent. Permanent, yeah, sorry. Yeah, we just covered Hello. term. It's okay. <laughs> it's Saturday right. morning. <laughs> you need some more coffee. I do. I need you more know. coffee. Yeah. Permanent. Do you want to start diving into that or do we need to wait until the next segment? How no, are you no, we can go ahead and do it. Okay. We've got a few more minutes here. Okay. So um, uh, let's do it. Okay. All right. So, wow. Just had a little frog. <laughs> We're both struggling this morning. Um, okay. So, you know, term insurance, you know what you're getting. Permanent mm-hmm. insurance is different, and this is where it really gets complicated, and you have to understand the differences, okay? But within the permanent life insurance world, again, it started with whole life insurance uh, where, you you know, it's dividend-based, and there's a dividend scale, okay? Um, and then you moved on, and, and they created this thing called universal life, okay? And now that has transformed into several different. Uh, you have the, the normal universal life, you have variable universal life, and then you have... Uh, uh, fixed index universal life. So, uh, I mean, it's really, Oof, yeah, it's already spinning over know, here. You just started. I know, I know, <laughs> okay. I know. So yeah. permanent gets definitely more complicated. Yeah. Yeah. And, and really, okay. So just for starters, mm-hmm. for, for you to, uh, understand all this. Yeah. Universal life insurance is, is, was designed anyway and tailored to provide lifetime coverage um, for those that have it. So, and again, it's part, it's designed to be permanent, but it was also to be designed to be a little bit more flexible than whole life. Okay. And, and that's what separates it from whole life insurance is that uh, the universal life insurance are more flexible and you are given opportunities to raise or lower your premium coverage or coverage amounts, excuse me, okay. uh, over the course of your life. So, you know, whole life, you're pretty much, you know, you've agreed to this contract uh, if you had to make changes, yes, but it's not really that flexible in the premium. And, and I think that has evolved as well. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you, you do have a little bit more flexibility nowadays with whole life, but that's why, uh, okay, that universal life was actually um, invented okay. is to provide a little bit more flexibility. You know, the, the thing with, with whole life is you agree to this premium, they agree to always have this death benefit for you. Got it. Okay? And then you can have it paid up at, you know, age 65 or, even on, you know, you can have it paid up whenever you want, really, is if you put a lot of premium into mm-hmm. it. Uh, but, but my point is, is that it was more of a set in stone kind of thing, okay. and that's why Universal Life came about is to buy, provide a little bit more flexibility. Again, not saying one is better than mm-hmm. the other. Okay. Yeah. Again, different situations. Yeah. Yeah, you can tell where these are different Absolutely. scenarios. So yeah. Okay, so we're going to. Um, no, yeah. Go ahead. Sorry. Oh, sorry. <laughs> well, you, you know, you kind of referenced the difference between universal and whole, but can you talk about whole life maybe a little bit more? Yeah. Um, it's just as the name implies and what mm-hmm. I've described, which is um, it's designed to give lifetime coverage. Okay. okay. So it's designed to be very specific, but, but you know, and had a plan. Hey, you pay this premium. We'll have this death benefit for the rest of your life. No matter what happens. Um, and because of this, you know, whole life policies, you know, typically have a higher premium mm, okay. um, than, say, term insurance for sure. Right. Okay. Um, and there, again, it's fixed. Um, the nice thing about whole life is that it has cash value. So you put this in, uh, the premium, and they provide this death benefit, which you build cash value, which means it can function as a savings vehicle mm-hmm. and accumulate tax-deferred income over a length of time. Mm-hmm. Okay. It can be a great option for those hoping to secure your wealth and transfer it to your beneficiaries. Mm-hmm. Um, again, it's simple. It's easy. 
Um, and, and you just, all you have to do is just keep paying that premium. Mm -hmm. All right. If you want maybe a little bit more flexibility, they have become more flexible. Uh, and you can talk to your insurance agent about that. Uh, but just know that it's conservative and it's, it's, it's going to be there when you need it. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. So that's the nice thing about, it gives people that warm and fuzzy feeling, right. you know, as right. far as that's concerned. Um, and, um, go ahead. I have to give another plug just what, you know, just why we're on the topic, just cause you know, I think many of our listeners know in my previous life, I was a, um, director of HR. And for those of you who are currently working, you know, it's important to check into what benefits may be offered for you through your employer. Um, and, and the reason I have to say that is just cause we're talking about life insurance, you know, um, some companies offer, you know, life insurance to their employees, um, for either no cost or, or minimal cost. So, you know, please check that out too, you know, and, and sometimes they offer both of what Brock's talking about, you know, there may be term and there may be, you know, whole and different options, you know, those kind of things. So check that out. And then, um, just another plug, one of the biggest things I saw in my previous life was, um, you know, when I, when I worked at one of the hospitals here in town, we offered life insurance to our employees and, um, to have people not update their beneficiary designations was always so sad. Yeah. So, um, and so, I'm sure we were going to get into that yeah, we later, probably will, but, but at the same time, <laughs> that is such a huge deal. Yeah. Man. Oh my gosh. Can't yeah. say it enough. So anyway, and, that, and, and that is a great point because mm -hmm. it can be very cost effective to get it through your employer because right. it's called group term mm -hmm. insurance usually. Um, and so, but the, the, the downside of that is, and as long as you're okay with this and you understand it, it's fine. But the downside of it is when you leave that employer, yeah. you lose that coverage. Right. Okay. Uh, not always. Mm -hmm. not sometimes always. you can convert sometimes them. Sometimes you can convert yeah. them. Okay. But a lot of times that's how it works. So, uh, it, and again, if you're okay with that, I'm okay with it too. Yep. So. Worth a check though. Worth a check into. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> Find out all your options as we're bringing you knowledge. Check that stuff out. So absolutely. yeah, great. Okay. Our time is up for this segment. Next segment, we're going to get in a little bit more about permanent insurance. We've talked about whole life as a permanent insurance solution. Then we're going to get into universal and the different types of that. So yep. it's all next on the retirement playbook with Brock and Danielle. Do you feel like you need help navigating your retirement? Retirement can be scary, but it doesn't have to be. With our Retirement Income Toolkit, you can get the information you need to help secure your retirement. This toolkit provides valuable information on income planning, asset allocation, tax planning, legacy planning, and more. Receive your Retirement Toolkit from Innovative Financial Solutions by visiting theinnovativeteam.com or by calling us at 573-332-7855. And now back to the Retirement Playbook with Brock and Danielle Alspa. Ronnie, welcome in to the next and third segment of our radio show called it's the Retirement Playbook. I know. It's called the Retirement Playbook with Brock and Danielle, brought to you by Innovative Financial Solutions. We are the retirement people. We're here to help you and talk about every aspect of your retirement life. Mm -hmm. One of those aspects oftentimes includes life insurance. Right. And so this week we're talking about the benefits of life insurance. Another reason why we're talking about life insurance because it's life insurance awareness mm -hmm. month. September is life insurance awareness That's month. That's right. So That's right. September's almost over. I know. Oh, it's crazy. It is it? crazy. So. I'm ready for the... Uh, football season. I know. Well, it is football season. Well, you just you know what? It more is football. football. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now you can get more. I feel like, by the way, football's on every night of the week. I feel well, like. I know you love it. I but mean, it's five days a week right now for us. <sighs> well, four. I'm sorry, four. It's going to be five here in a couple weeks. Yeah. So. Yeah. Once flag football kicks in. So. Once flag football. <laughs> I tell you what, that flag football program that the city of Cape runs uh -huh. is excellent. Uh -huh. It uh, is. They do a fantastic job. It's put on by the NFL. Um, they have a, their own flag mm -hmm. football program, and, and City of Cape subscribes to that. And it's really cool when those kids get that jersey. Mm -hmm. You know, it's an authentic NFL jersey that uh, they get to wear, and it's reversible so they can do white or, you know, right. whatever the color of their team is. And, um, you know, I've been coaching in that league for long been, time. Yeah, how long has it been? Seven Six years? years? Seven Six, years. Six, seven years. Yeah, I think it's our seventh year, right? Yeah. 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 And now our oldest is, you know, playing tackle. Uh, football he did last year as well and so uh, uh, mama over there mm. she's I still struggle with tackle she uh <laughs> gets a little nervous tackle makes me very nervous so. but uh it's a great game yeah and and, and uh, they do it well and they, and do they it keep well. people safe so that makes mama okay yeah. <laughs> a Cape, little better keep uh, you tackle football league yeah. out there that uh, those guys run and and uh have always done a good job mm -hmm. so 
yep. keeping our kids safe. Yeah. We just keep going back to sports. We're in sport. Well, hey, we are the retirement playbook. So it's I mean, the playbook, you know, yeah, right? It's the playbook. I mean, uh, yeah. look here, we're uh, that's we're big sports people. And, that's right. Uh, we got to talk about sports a little bit. So we make these analogies of <laughs> sports and talk about sports. So that's well, okay. I don't know a good analogy for this one, but you know, I think one of the things that <laughs> are, I, I'll think of one. You'll think of one. Okay. Right, that, you go you know, ahead. As we kind of are talking about all the different topics and different types of, you know, uh, life insurance, you know, I'm sure a lot of people are thinking about the cost and how it's calculated. So can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah. So you have the, um, you have, you have a couple different things. Well, when we're talking about term insurance, obviously the, all of it is the, the cost of the insurance, right? That the, the death, what we call the death insurance. Mm -hmm. Um, and so it's a little bit different though, when you're talking about permanent insurance, but either way, um, insurance companies uh, determine your premium uh, and your premium payments by using rate classes. Okay, so you know uh, people that are in this health condition are in this rate class, or what we would call risk-related categories. Mm. Okay, so uh, I, if I'm healthy, I'm going to be in a rate class with a lot of other people that are healthy. Got it. So they bunch these people together. And right? that's typically less expensive, I would assume. Correct. Yeah. So the healthier you are, the cheaper it is. Mm -hmm. uh, so you, typically what you see is, you know, you're either rated, you know, preferred or preferred plus maybe. Okay. Or, you know, some kind of ultra standard where Olympic right. athletes are. Right. <laughs> the top. <laughs> the top. So you've got some kind of preferred plus or preferred, you know, whatever. So let's call it preferred plus, And then you move on down to preferred which is a still a really good rate. Mm -hmm. And then you have your standard rate. Okay. Okay. That's just kind of, you know, is that where standard most for people, people fall That's in? where most people fall in. Average. Okay. Okay. And then you've got what we call rated below that. Mm -hmm. Okay. Substandard, in other words. So it's below standard. And usually there's a table and it goes down about four or five different classes. So once you start getting below standard, it starts getting more and more and more expensive. So rate class one, two, three, four, A, B, C, D, whatever you want to do, you know, different companies. So those, those people with things. like pre-existing conditions, smokers, that kind of thing, or what's, yeah. what's, what's it? Well, no, because actually I'm glad you brought that up because mm -hmm. you, typically smokers have a separate rate. Oh, okay. 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 So you can still get typically, and not always, mm -hmm. even if you're a smoker, you can still get a preferred rate, but it's a smoking rate. Preferred, preferred rate. rate. So it's so it's completely separate. It's completely Got separate. It. So you can still okay. get preferred, but it's a separate category of preferred. It's for smokers. <clears throat> Got it. So they're in a whole different category. Okay. Um, and obviously that category is going to be more expensive mm -hmm. because, I mean, I think it's public knowledge that if you smoke that you have higher risk factors, higher risk yeah. factors of a lot of different things. Right. Um, including dying. Right. You know, earlier than normal. Um, and so... Uh, but so that's one thing. What else goes into the decision of determining what rate class you're in, whether it's smoker, non-smoker or, you know, preferred or, you know, all those other classes that I just spoke of is obviously your overall health, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. and if you're, um, for example, overweight, okay, depending on how much you're overweight will determine what class you're best able to get. <clears throat> so they have a table, okay, and they have a chart that shows you. Okay, what they call BMI, your body mass index, and that's based on how tall you are along with how much you weigh. Mm -hmm. So there's a BMI chart that you can see. And the, it, for example, if you want to get preferred, you have to have this BMI. And then, you know, other things have to be good too. Mm -hmm. To get preferred plus, you have to have this BMI at a minimum, plus then, you know, you have to uh, have good numbers on your cholesterol and those kinds of things too. Okay. Okay. So, so those are some of the factors that go in your overall health. And I would say your overall health is, is definitely starts with your BMI. Right. Okay. Right. So first and foremost, smoker, non-smoker, and then we categorize you in those different categories and it all is based on your overall health. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. Now there are other things like family medical history. Mm. I mean, if you've got a history right. of diabetes in your family, mm-hmm. I'm sorry, and that's I gonna think be a this is common knowledge, yeah. but you have a higher risk of getting diabetes, right? If you don't already have it, <laughs> mm -hmm. all right. The other thing that goes into that is your lifestyle. Mm -hmm. Okay, so they're gonna ask you lifestyle questions. Hey, do you like to skydive? Right. Well, <laughs> guess what? If you do, you have a higher chance yeah, of dying. Yeah, which, you're a risk taker. So if you're a risk taker, if you're a risk taker, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, or another thing would be in that lifestyle category is just if you've had uh, instances of things that 
are not good, like DWIs mm. and those kinds of things. Okay, okay. So, uh, gosh, they're looking at everything. They're looking at everything. Yeah. So okay. it's your lifestyle. Um, it's your family history, medical history, and it's. But obviously, it's all starts with your overall health. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so uh, those are the things that determine how much the insurance will cost. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Got I it. I hope that helps. Yeah. No. No. That was good. That was good. Okay. Um. And so it sounds like depending on your situation, you could pay a little or you could pay a lot. Well, that's <laughs> absolutely true. That's right. So I mean, like, it gets to a point, especially on permanent insurance, it gets to a point where it's like, okay, is this worth it? Right. You know what I mean? Right. Like, like if you're substandard for, for sure, you mm-hmm. need to start asking yourself, okay. It, is there is, uh, something else you could be doing? Yeah, 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 yeah. And of course, everybody wants to wait until they can't get something to get it. Right. <laughs> okay. Don't be that person. Yeah. Yeah. So don't wait until something bad happens to you and then say you need life insurance. Okay. It'd be like this. Why would you buy an extended warranty while you still have a warranty on your car? Mm-hmm. Why would you? Right. The reason is because it's cheaper. Right. Exactly. And you know you can get it. And you know you plan to keep the car. And you plan to keep the car. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, truly, Those are all it's a part of a planning process. You absolutely. Have to plan. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, some people say, well, that's stupid. You you know, just buy it when you come out of warranty. Mm. No, no. Time out. It's cheaper now. Right. Okay. And you know you can get it. If mm. you, you know, had something go wrong a couple different times with something, they may not cover that. That's exactly right. Same thing with life insurance. Yep. Okay. Good analogy. Good analogy. You got a car analogies this this week. So. I know. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. Let's just feel in the cars. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. There you go. All right. All right. What's next, Danielle okay, so Al- let, Alspal? So <laughs> did you just want to use my full name? Um, so that was all good to know. So, you know, now that we've kind of talked about the options, you know, how do you go about choosing which one you need? Well, that's 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 a good question. It's like the number one question today. <laughs> it, yeah, it is. And... Um, uh, and, and that's the sixty-four thousand dollars question, mm-hmm. by the way. That's it why is. it's so important to sit down with a qualified insurance professional. Mm-hmm. Okay, and in my opinion, you know, we have the insurance agency here, mm-hmm. and so and we're independent. Okay, um, and so uh, in my opinion, I think that's a good thing mm-hmm. because number one is we're not leaning towards one type of product. Right, you can shop okay. them all. We can shop them all. Number mm-hmm. two is we've got multiple companies hundreds of companies to choose from to find the best product. Mm-hmm. Okay. So uh, if you do have any questions about any of this that we're talking about today, you can definitely give us a call or shoot us an email and tell us that you would like to talk to us about your insurance situation and we can try to help you out. Mm-hmm. It's 332-7855 or shoot us an email at the retirement playbook at gmail.com. The retirement playbook at gmail.com. And we can be, uh, we'll get in touch with you yeah. uh, to try to help you there. Yep. Okay. So to, to, to choose the, di- the difference between term and permanent coverage, okay? So this is where we start. It's going to depend on your unique situation mm-hmm. and what you're hoping to get out of your coverage, okay? If your need is per- for a specific uh, amount of time, uh, like your working career, mm-hmm. right? In other words, right. you just want to cover to make sure that you're good until you retire, then term insurance <clears throat> would probably be your best bet. Which makes if sense. If you want to cover a mortgage, mm-hmm. term insurance is probably the best bet. Um, if you want to um, uh, get get coverage through the time period that your kids are in school, okay, then term insurance is probably the best. In other words, if you're trying a specific objective to, to accomplish a specific objective, you're worried about one thing or two. You're things. You're worried about one or two things. Yeah. Then that's what you need to do. Okay. Okay. Um, all right. So <clears throat> once you figure out the coverage term, in other words, the the period of time you were thinking of, you'll have to consider the coverage amount. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. If you know, hey, your house loan is $200,000. You want to have at least $200,000. Right. Okay. Right. Um, and that and that's the amount that would be paid to your beneficiaries. Okay. Sometimes it's hard. Sometimes it's hard to pinpoint, right? Sometimes people and, and, and financial institutions will try to sell you a decreasing term and the face amount decreases and thinking, well, that's cheaper than buying just term mm. insurance. And a lot of times, guys, it's not. Mm. That may not be the route to go. Right. Yeah. The okay. decreasing term a lot of times is not cheaper, in other words, than just buying a straight term policy. Got it. Yeah. Okay. But okay. check it out. Get the information. Make right. sure that I'm right on that. Again. Yeah. Yep. Make sure it makes sense. Um, some of the more general things to consider when trying to come up with this amount are, A, your income. Mm-hmm. Okay. If you have kids, you're looking at, you know, something that's a, a, a greater cost. To raise kids, we all know it's very expensive to raise kids. Mm-hmm. 
Um, if you just have, you're married and you don't have any kids and maybe you just have a spouse to take care of, you know, maybe you're looking at that five times your income when you're getting into the kids situation, a lot of uh, companies and, um, uh, you know, industry recommendations are to have closer to 10 times mm-hmm. your income. Mm-hmm. Um, if you have kids, another thing to consider is your assets. Maybe mm-hmm. you've got a lot of savings already and that would help, you know, pay for some of these things and you don't need as much. Right. Um, uh, one other thing to consider is liabilities you have so that, you know, people that, you know, you owe money to, uh, what about existing insurance? Like you had mentioned at your, at your, your work, employer. Mm-hmm. Yep. maybe yep. you've already got some of that other costs that may come up for your family. Mm-hmm. Consider that. Mm-hmm. So these are things you need to be thinking about when you're trying to determine how much, not necessarily what type, right. but how much to buy. And then determine the type. And then to determine the type. Yeah. And we're going to get into determining the type. Mm-hmm. In our next segment, because we're up. We're oh gosh, we gotta go. Yeah, that actually go. fly. Okay, it did fly by, but we gotta <laughs> go, and we're gonna come back, and we're gonna give you some actual uh, solutions that you can use in your life when it comes to life insurance. It's all next on the Retirement Playbook with Brock and Danielle. In today's volatile environment, making sure your assets are properly aligned with your financial goals has never been more important. At Innovative Financial Solutions, we use this simple 11-question survey to help you gain insight into your financial profile. Armed with your score, we can help you make decisions about your asset allocation in retirement. To learn more about this valuable self-assessment, visit mycolorofmoney.org to get your score or give us a call today at 573-332-7855. And now back to the Retirement Playbook with Brock and Danielle Alspa. All right, welcome back to the last segment. We're coming down the home stretch, folks. So the retirement on the retirement playbook brought to you by Innovative Financial Solutions. Um, and we're the retirement people, we are. as you all know. And uh, one of the things when you're talking about retirement financial aspects mm-hmm, mm-hmm. is the use of life insurance. Mm-hmm. And so now we're going to get into some strategies that you can use as a retirement strategy as well uh, here in the next few minutes. But just to summarize, we've talked about on the show so far today, uh, the difference between term and permanent insurance, mm-hmm. the difference between universal and whole life insurance, how your costs are calculated, how to determine the coverage amount, mm-hmm. not specifically what type of insurance you should buy because right. that's that's so hard. Uh, it's individual. I, yeah, it's, 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 individual. it's customized. It's yeah. your, your unique situation. I can't tell you to buy this one over that one. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's all based on what your needs and goals are. Okay. So make sure you talk to somebody. Don't just go buy something. Right. <laughs> right. Get some help. Get some advice yep. for sure. So, all yeah. Right. Yeah. So let's talk about how life insurance can be used as part of a retirement strategy. I know you've talked about that as a piece of it, but let's kind of dive into a little bit more okay. of how you kind of put it in a plan. So for most people, and we know this, that um, life insurance and retirement planning are definitely two separate things. Okay. But both of them need a plan. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, but for some people, it actually does make sense to use life insurance as part of your retirement strategy. Mm-hmm. That may be a shocker to some people. Okay, but let me get into it here. Yeah, because th- people don't think of that a lot of times. And by the way, it's mm-hmm. like everything else. This isn't for everyone. Mm-hmm. This is not for everyone. Let me repeat. This is not for everyone. <laughs> you should consult your retirement planner to determine the benefits of your individual case. Right. Okay. But using life insurance as, retar- as part of a retirement plan can be beneficial. Let me give you uh, some some thoughts on this. Okay. If you have a permanent life insurance policy, okay, permanent, not, you know, in other words, cash value. Mm -hmm. If you have a cash value permanent life insurance, it could be a good method to supplementing your retirement savings. Okay. When you buy or purchase permanent life insurance, some of your premiums go into a separate account. Okay. That grow cash value. Okay. Um, And it can be go alongside or on top of your death benefit, depending on what type of product you have and what option you choose. Got it. Okay. So, so specifically, specifically what I'm talking about is when you're using universal life insurance and usually what it's called is option two or option B, okay. which is the face amount. Okay. Um, and, and then added to your uh, face amount is your cash value. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. And so, um, uh, that can be very beneficial, um, in some cases. But one of the benefits of a policy like this is that you can withdraw or borrow against the cash value if you need to. Okay. And I don't know if people have actually done that or maybe some people cringe at the word borrow. <laughs> and good for you. Right, right. But um, I know this is going to sound crazy. There are certain types of policies that that is actually not a bad idea. Mm. Okay. Um, that if you need to borrow from it, it's not a bad idea. Right. Yeah. Okay. Right. And, and, and certain types of policies allow you to 
uh, still have that what we call the the the, the loan account, the, mm-hmm. the loan balance, still earning interest. Okay. Oh, okay. And okay. Possibly. Possibly. I know that sounds absolutely <laughs> insane. What do you mean? Yeah. If I have a loan balance, I'm getting charged interest. Not right. necessarily. Okay. And I can't get into the specifics of that on this show. But if you have any questions about that, please give us a call. and We can talk to you through that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, okay. So anyway, so whether you need um, a little help with your mortgage, paying for a car or lose your job. Mm-hmm. Okay. Think about that. Uh, you have another place to borrow or get money from mm-hmm. is the cash value. So you can use it as an emergency account. Right. Or you can actually build up some pretty significant cash value in what we call overfund a policy. Okay. And then you can use that money um, to supplement a retirement income stream. Okay. So, again, you can use that cash value as a couple different ways as an emergency account or you can use it as an actual income stream. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Um, okay. So what does that look like? All right. So you put money in this life insurance policy. Okay. And <clears throat> you can't, you can't use it as a savings account such as, Hey, my cash value is a hundred thousand and my death benefits 110. You can't do that. Used mm-hmm. to, used to back. Oh, in really? the oh okay. yeah. And then they came up and passed a law and said, I think it was 1982. They said no more doing that. Wow. Okay. So there's a, what we call a corridor between the actual cash value and the death benefit. And there has to be so much space in between. That's that corridor that I just mentioned. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so um, as you put more policies, or excuse me, if you as you put more cash into that, the death benefit has to grow proportionally, right? To make sure it still qualifies as, as, a, uh, as a life insurance policy and not what we call a modified endowment contract. Not to say that modified endowment contracts are the worst thing in the world, okay? It's just that you lose a lot of the benefits of having a life insurance and being able to pull money out tax-free as well. So we actually have a book called Tax-Free Retirement Mm -hmm. that uh, we have here that Patrick Kelly wrote uh, that kind of explains all of this. Um, And, um, uh, you know, it's not for everyone, Mm -hmm. but the ability to put money aside in a contract and kill two birds with one stone is actually very attractive for a lot of people. Right. And to be honest with you, it can kill three birds with one stone. What am I talking about? Okay. So if you, what we call overfund a policy and really put a lot of cash value into a policy and it grows, it's going to grow how? It's going to grow in whole life by a dividend, you know, depending on what the dividend scale is. In universal life, it's going to grow based on what type of insurance policy you choose. So on fixed universal life, it's going to just grow at a fixed rate. Okay. On indexed, it's going to grow based off of, say, a a stock market index. Mm -hmm. So like the S&P 500. Okay. The nice thing about the fixed index universal life policies is that as the S&P 500 goes up, you go up to a certain maximum. Okay. So let's just say right now that cap hypothetically is 12%. So you, most you can earn is 12%. I think a lot of people would be happy with Mm -hmm. that. I think so too. (laughs) The minimum you would earn would be say 1%. A lot of policies have a 1% floor. So you're going to get at least 1%, but potentially up to 12%, okay, per year based on what an index does. Mm -hmm. Again, I'm just using a hypothetical example here of the S&P 500, which is typically an index you can choose from. Um, And so a lot of people like that because Mm -hmm. you have the safety of the floor, but yet the opportunity to do up to 12. So typically you can build cash value pretty quickly. Right. And faster than whole life, for example. Okay. Universal life, or excuse me, variable universal life does not have that safety net but also has potential to do more. Why? Because you're investing in sub-accounts, which look and feel like mutual funds. So, you know, the market's going way up and your strategy's going way up. You can do more than that 12% that we talked about on the, on the uh, fixed index, the universal life, but you have no floor. Mm. So as it goes down and it goes down for several years in a row, you might have to pay more premium. Got it. Woo. Okay. okay. Yeah. So it's it, a little you know, riskier. It's a little riskier. Mm-hmm. I think most people, um, like when you're talking about investments, are pretty balanced. Mm-hmm. And so that's what that's what is so attractive to the fixed index universal life is because it's balanced. It has features of both. You can go up, but you're not going to go down below the 1% floor. So uh, getting back to using this as a retirement, so you can use that cash flow or that cash value to, to, retire, to create uh, retirement um, income, mm-hmm. okay? You can use that cash value as an emergency if you have to use it before retirement. Now, obviously, it throws off that plan a little right, bit. Right, right. Um, you have a death benefit. So first and foremost, there has to be a death benefit need. 
in my opinion, to yeah. use this strategy. Right. You don't want to just do this just to buy it. Right. Okay. Otherwise, you do other things. Otherwise, yeah. you can do other things. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, let's say in a situation where you're maxing out your Roth IRA, you can't do anymore. Maybe you can't do a Roth IRA because you make too much money. This is somewhere you could go on a post-tax basis. Mm-hmm. So you put your money in after after taxes, and then you can pull that money out in retirement if you do it structurally correctly, tax-free. Mm-hmm. So you put money in on post-tax basis, just like a Roth. You can pull it out tax-free, just like a Roth. Um, and you have a death benefit. And don't forget this, you can use that death benefit to pay for long-term care. Right, which I think is huge. If you add that rider to it. Right, okay, which, okay, yeah. So you can cover a lot of different things uh, using today's policies. And I use the analogy at the beginning of the show is, look, do you want to just get from point A to point B? then go buy the $5,000 car. Mm-hmm. If you have other needs and wants, then maybe you should look at the Cadillac or the the, the bigger version or right. the fancy version, whatever right. you want to call it. All the bells it. and whistles. All the bells and whistles, yeah. okay? So, so, so it, it, but it all goes back to this. What are you trying to accomplish? Mm-hmm. This strategy is not right for everybody, but it does work in the right case. You can use this as an estate planning tool. Right. Okay. We haven't even talked about that. No. <laughs> um, and unfortunately, we're running out of time. I was going to say, here, we probably so. don't have a lot more time. Um, but, but anyway, uh, life insurance can be a very valuable tool from not only the death coverage of the, um, uh, the death benefit, mm-hmm. but because, again, that's also tax-free, but you can also use permanent insurance for a lot of other things in your life. Right. Okay. Yeah. Again, another reason to meet with somebody that is a professional that can go exactly. through your situation. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, because lots right, of things. All right, folks. I hope you've gotten a lot of good information out of our other weeks. Uh, this week's show, the benefits of life insurance. If you have any questions, give us a call or shoot us an email. But we are out of time. It was great uh, being here with you this morning. And have we'll a great talk weekend. To you next week. All right. Bye bye now. Thank you for listening to the Retirement Playbook. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Brock and Daniel Elspa at Innovative Financial Solutions. Call 573-332-7855 or visit their website at theinnovativeteam.com. Fee-based financial planning and investment advisory services are offered by Innovative Financial Planners, a registered investment advisor in the state of Missouri. Insurance products and services are offered through Innovative Insurance Consultants. Innovative Financial Solutions and Innovative Insurance Consultants are affiliated companies. Brock Alspa, Danielle Alspa, and Innovative Financial Solutions are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.